a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike. We're talking about distractive driving, specifically uh, the idea that one would be distracted by their cell phone while driving. I went through the debate which took place on the floor of the Utah House just yesterday uh, preceding a vote, which uh, for the first time in all the many years of Representative Spackman Moss working to pass this through the Utah legislature, it received a favorable vote, 40 to 32. Uh, yesterday on the floor of the House, the measure passed. I had hoped to get, I had hoped to bring you the results as the program was finishing yesterday, but would you believe it? They cast the vote right as I was saying goodbye and see you tomorrow. Uh, that's fine. Today I'm able to bring you those results uh, happily. Now, Here's the thing. My, I've shared with you this in the past as well. My attitude on this specific piece of legislation has evolved over time. If you had asked me 12 months ago or three years ago uh, where I stood on this, my attitude was as I expressed it in the previous segment. Stay out of my business, government. My vehicle is an extension of my castle, and I'm a king. I'm the king of my castle. But then as I have seen some uh, accidents, I saw that one firsthand as I was walking to work. Uh, I understand that to operate a motor vehicle and to do so in a distracted fashion puts others uh, at great risk. And I am just fine uh, with a little bit of uh, legislative work protecting those drivers on the road. I'm very sensitive to the arguments against. In fact, we've got a text message here in front of me that says, OK, Lee, so what? Next we ban uh, holding drinks or chips or Big Macs in the car. I, I totally get it. I understand. And to help me understand better, we uh, on the line now are joined by Representative Dan Johnson, a Republican representing District 4 that's up in Logan, uh, has been behind this measure, voted for it. And uh, I'm grateful to the representative for joining me on the program today. Representative Johnson, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, really nice to visit with you. Thanks a lot for having me on today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Let me ask you this. You're a Republican. Uh, Republicans are conservative folks. How can a conservative get behind this piece of legislation? Yeah, that that is a great question. I actually see this as a, a as a nonpartisan bill. Uh, think personally, I just think we've gotten to the place in society that we just need to act on this, and we need to protect people. I just think it's a public safety issue. You you are. Uh, how have your? Let me ask you this: What has your history with this issue been? Has your uh, position evolved over time? Yeah, you know, uh, it has evolved over time. I, I'm, I'm like most Republicans. I, I just think that government, you know, should uh, uh, intercede in places uh, where it can and it can be uh, beneficial and, and not overstep our bounds. But I also think that there are certain things in, in life that we get to do, uh, such as drive a car uh, on, on our roads, that's a privilege, not necessarily a right. And uh, and as my thinking on this has evolved over to say, well, uh, I have the privilege to drive a car. I don't have a right to to do something that distracts me and then kills people or injures them or or causes property damage. And so I've kind of balanced it in my mind that way. 
So the, the, these arguments have been presented for a, a good long time. What was it? What, can, can you describe to me or for me the, the moment when you said, no, you know what, this is a good idea. This is something we ought to be behind. Yeah, yeah. it's time to do it, yeah. You know, uh, I've been thinking about this quite a bit uh, or, or, or in recent time. But this summer, uh, I had the opportunity at one of our uh, national meetings to go to a presentation by the Highway Patrol from Tennessee, and they had just passed uh, a distracted driving bill. Ours is modeled after it a lot, actually, and uh, they were were really, really happy to get that done because of what they were seeing happening on the roadways. And and when I listened to those, uh, you know, officers describe what they were seeing and what was happening, I, that, that kind of flipped it for me. And I, I came back uh, with Representative Moss. As a matter of fact, I opened a bill file on this particular topic and then found out a little bit more about Representative Moss's bill and said, you know what, I don't, I don't need to run that bill. Uh, this has in it what I believe ought to be in it, and I'll just support it. And so she was really happy to, to have uh, a bipartisan uh, sponsorship on the bill. Outstanding. There are a number of legislators who have spoken out against this piece of legislation, and they have referenced statistics, that there are are disputable statistics about whether or not measures like this uh, actually do prevent injury or death. And then on the other side of the argument, specifically, uh, Representative Potter makes the case that, uh, well, okay, fine. Well, if this piece of legislation can prevent just one death, it's absolutely fine and worth it. Should we be considering statistics or should we be considering uh, simply the the ability that this piece of legislation might have to uh, spare just one life? Yeah. You know, there are statistics that, uh, you know, saving one life is, to me, is, is, is monumental. Uh, and in, in addition to that, I, I really do believe in data and I, I believe in understanding it. I also... Uh, believe in paying attention to the qualitative uh, uh, data that we kind of get from people who are out there enforcing laws and what they're seeing. And then, you know, you and I, we've probably driven down the interstate or a public road and watched somebody uh, trying to manipulate their phone and veer off to the right and veer off to the left and come back. They didn't cause any damage, but, you know, they continue with that pattern uh uh, they could, and, and we've probably been scared a few times, and we've witnessed uh, situations where a person said, you know, uh, I was on my phone, uh, they admit it, and they, you know, they've run into the back of somebody because they weren't paying, weren't paying attention. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to side on the, on the side of our, uh, you know, public safety officers and what they're seeing out there on highways. Sure. Let me ask this one last question. Uh, next stop will be the Senate. How do you think things will fare over there? You know what? I uh, I really trust in their good judgment, and I believe uh, I believe that this will pass there. So I'm going to do what I can, and you know, having conversations with folks that I know over there to to, to give this serious thought. It just seems to me like you know, as the state of Utah, uh, I also serve on the transportation committee, so I see all this. Uh, issues with growth and infrastructure and the number of people on our highways and so forth. And I, I worry about moving forward 
as the years go by with what that might look like. So uh, that's one of the, again, where I just, I say it's time. And I think uh, the folks on the other side uh, over there in the Senate, they see those same sort of uh, issues facing us in the future. And, and I believe they'll do the right thing. Representative Dan Johnson, sir, I'm grateful to you for your time. I'm grateful to you for voting for this measure. I'm grateful to you for supporting it and sharing with uh, me and my listeners here uh, all the good rationale behind that. Uh, sir, thank you for your time. been great. Thank you, Lee. Appreciate you and your program. That's kind of you to say. Thanks a lot. Uh, listen, there is a lot still to come on today's program. Let me just, uh, in parting on this issue, share uh, and, or at least reiterate the words of Representative Johnson there. It is absolutely the case. You and I know uh, exactly what he's talking about. Driving up and down I-15, uh, just Sunday, coming back from Sunday dinner with my in-laws down in Mapleton. As we're driving north on I-15, I saw uh, this little gold color sedan start weaving back and forth. And in years past, I would have thought to myself, oop, intoxicated. I bet you they're intoxicated. That's no longer my, my default thought. I think to myself, you know what? Here's uh, what I need to do. Get quickly past them. And as I go up alongside them, I'm probably going to look in and see a, a cell phone up in the face of that driver, someone who ought better be uh, paying 100% attention uh, to the road. And to do so with my new little baby in the back seat, uh, in her car seat all strapped in, it absolutely infuriates me. If you've got your phone in your hand right now and you're on the road, put it down and don't pick it up again until you're safely parked. Got it? Next up, we're going to continue our coverage of Super Tuesday. I'm going to introduce you to the spouses of the candidates. These are the individuals who uh, may or may not someday become uh, the first spouse, the first lady or the first gentleman, uh, however uh, that title might be bestowed to the winners. Uh, So that's coming up next here on this program, Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. 